What's up, beer drinkers? How y'all doing this week? Man, we got another great show for you again this week. Not only do we have some delicious beers and we review them, but we also talk about the World Beer Cup. Well, we talk about uh, our favorite names <laughs> from all the winners of the World Beer Cup medals in all the different categories. And then we go through some of the more popular categories. And then after all that is said and done, we rate our beers and then we talk a little bit about NFL football schedules. Well, one schedule in particular. <laughs> and then we throw a little hip hop in there for y'all. So, uh, yeah, it's a good show. I love the show and I hope you do too. Don't forget to follow us on Untapped and Instagram. Search Cold Brew Podcast. So without any further ado, it's time for another Cold Brew. Coming at you pre-recorded from Cold Brew Studios. I am Greg, and I'm with my co-host, the hardest screw to ever walk a turn at Shawshank State Prison, Sorcerer Chromatic. Why are you gonna bring up my record, man? <laughs> I do this week, bro. Wait till now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, thanks, kid. Another good week. Um, my kids are injury free in life. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Hey, when I you called her, put, yeah, yeah, go ahead. You you didn't put those stories in the the last show, did you? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but but we have. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I think the two. Weeks ago, you talked about your daughter being sick, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, we I, we don't put everything that that we talk about, you know, post and pre and post show. Okay. Um, no, I was gonna say we, um, I was talking. I was talking with our parents on Friday, and your daughter just happened to be there um, in the room, and so I talked to your eldest real quick, and she she didn't really care about me. She wanted to know how my daughter was doing, her cousin. That's sweet. <laughs> right, and then I said, I told her she was at school, and then that was it. She like lost interest in what I had to say. Most of us do, <laughs> right? Three seconds in. Uh, I think uh, our our listening time, our average listener time, is about three seconds. They're like, they didn't really put out another show, and they're like, oh, they did. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> An hour? Oh, that's too long. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get to the beer, shall we? Sure. All right, today I have in front of me, um, I'll talk about how I got this beer in a little bit. Uh, today I got in front of me uh, from our good friends over at Springfield Brewing Company in Springfield, Missouri. I have their Green Ghost IPA Tangerine Dream. It is a 6.5% um, alcohol by volume IPA, a refreshing twist on our flagship IPA, Hazy orange hue with the juicy dance of tangerine and orange entwined with a bright citrus hop character. It's a dream come true. I've uh, been to Springfield Brewing Company a couple times uh, on my trips last year to uh, Arkansas. On the way back, we would um, we would spend the night, a Thursday night, in uh, Springfield, Missouri. That way, because that's where the, the closest airport uh, that could handle like a large uh, commercial airline is in Springfield, Missouri. Small airport, 
beautiful airport though and the the brewery the, the breweries out there are fucking amazing i talked about it last year but anyway i've had their their green ghost ipa but this is their tangerine um offshoot of it and i got this uh from um my coworker who is now going through his experience through the top wrench um competition through our work anyway without further ado papa well, you're not going again Oh man, I, I'm disqualified because I'm a supervisor now. Oh damn! Yep. But I, I I've been living vicariously through him, and I actually helped him um, study for the competition, and he placed second. So that means he gets to go to the um, Super Tech competition in Cleveland, Ohio, in in September. Or the oh damn. Yep. So good for him. Okay, well, I was looking up our beer, my beer, yeah. the beer in question, and there's not a lot on it because if you speak beer down and dirty, you should know what it is. <laughs> okay. So I have from our, our friends out of Oakland, California, who aren't relocating anytime soon. <laughs> from Ghost Town Brewing, I have their Schwartz beer. No shit. Hey now. And for those of you un unfamiliar with a Schwartz beer, it's a German style beer that's very Schwartzy. <laughs> Wait, is that racist? It might be. Not I'm racist. not sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, all it's it's called Verlust and it's four point five percent alcohol by volume. I kinda like that. I mean, you either know what a Schwartz beer is or you don't. Mm -hmm. I mean Granted, I I appreciate someone who wants to take the opportunity to learn. But what better way to learn than the papa? <laughs> hey, your shorts is as big as mine. Uh, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this uh, tangerine dream has got huge citrus notes. That's what they should put. They should put on the label. It's got huge fucking citrus notes, and it's got that uh, um. That zest, like uh, from the peel, like it's really present throughout the whole beer and including the finish and it lingers. It's really good. Um, their Ghost Green IPA is a good one. They're, I think they're Double Ghost. Uh, uh, I think it's that's what it's called. Their Double IPA version is probably my favorite. And they also have a Triple IPA. That one's a little bit too much for me. Um, it is a... I hazard to... Or I... I hesitate to say that it's a new england style ipa only because it's uh um it's not clear but then again it's not that hazy either kind of like that beer uh last week that i had by beachwood uh, they called it a west coast style um but even though it wasn't perfectly clear like most like the traditional west coast style so this is kind of like that I, this is a midwest style <laughs> that's what i'm gonna call it the midwest style but it, it is good though if you if you really want like a big huge and I'm I'm not gonna I ha, I don't want to call it a juice bomb, but it is very heavy um, on the citrus citric notes to it. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's not great. Uh, I think my double the the my double the double green ghost IPA is probably my favorite by Springfield Brewing. But this one this one's good though. This one's really good beer. Cool, man. Well, while you're drinking your beer, I, or while you're talking about your beer, I was drinking mine. First of all, very dark. 
I mean, almost this one's almost stouty looking in appearance. When you get it closer to the light, it's uh, it, it breaks a little bit. But if if this glass was like you know more than a foot and a half away from you on the on the on the bar top, you you might confuse it for a stout or a porter. I mean, oh, that's okay. how dark it is. Yeah. But body wise, it's light. But uh, but this thing is rich and malty and a li little bit of sweetness, not too much. Like I wouldn't say it's balanced at all. But mm -hmm. but there's just a, just enough sweetness for you to to have a nice little finish. Oh, nice. This is like this is like what like wh when someone asks you what's European beer taste like, not look like, just taste like. This is this is a good example. Yeah, I might, dude. Seriously, I, I might have to bring you one of these. This is nice. <laughs> Awesome, yeah. Bring all the beers, man. Bring all the smoke. Uh, yeah, we we will rate our beers later during our untapped portion of the show. Um, search for us on Untapped. Search Cold Brew Podcast and friend us, and we'll friend you back. But right now, it's time for some beer news and some beer lists. All right, so the one thing uh, we'd like to bring up is the, well, I guess it's, is it biannual? Yeah, biannual, because it's every two years. The World Beer Cup 2023 uh, was last week, and um, yeah, the people show up uh, for this just as uh, as much as the Great American Beer Festival, but, festival, but they invite more than just uh, American beers. They also invite beers from around the world. Nice, nice. I, you know, I, I saw this because, um, well, we'll get into it, but yeah, some of the beers I follow, uh, they won, so they they started posting their stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, when did this happen? I'm like, oh, shoot, it just happened, right? Well, first of all, good for them. Um, well, I'll shout out because they won, why not? Um, Morgan Territory, they're, they're a California beer company out of, I believe, Livermore, Trade. What Tracy Livermore? That up, up I want to say like Tracy area. Okay. I, I know I, found, I sound like a jackass not knowing exactly. <laughs> it's okay. You know, yeah. To me, to me, they're an East Bay beer. Like uh, I have some history in the industry, and like for me, they're East Bay beer. Granted, they do a lot of good stuff. In fact, uh, I I love their uh, their 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 lock and stock Maybach. I, yeah. I love that one. And I know hot their hot tonic one, and hot tonic. Yeah, that's that's a you know. That's a hophead dream, as far as going to a store because it's 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 a it's an annual brew and it's you know it's in stock. You know, what I mean, you can get it. It's not like you're chasing down um, you know release date beer here. This is if if you like that hoppy, hophead California Simcoe overload. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a it's an imperial IPA, right? Maybe a, a juicy imperial IPA. I don't think it's juicy. Oh, okay. I know it's it's it, it flirts with uh with triple numbers. That's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I I saw that uh, I saw them on there. Um, yeah, this happens every two years at the Craft Brewers Conference, done by the Brewers Association. And yeah, there's a there's a few Arizona breweries that won this year. State 48 being one of them. Um, what's so I I. I drawing a blank here because they're down saddle mountain yeah they won again for their clandestine their scotch ale or scottish style ale and they won another one they won two they won for the hefeweizen i think uh state 48 won for a baltic porter 
and uh, Flying Bassett also won. Um, so, you know, the, the ones that you think around here that win awards like, um, well, Clandestine's won so many awards that beer. It's won Great American Beer Festival. Now it's won a World Beer Cup. Um, but, you know, the, you think of the more popular ones down here in Arizona, such as Ren House and Goldwater and The Shop. And, uh, yeah, they were nowhere to, nowhere to be found at the World Beer Cup. Now, I don't know if they entered anything. That's the only thing, you know. So there might be a lot of good beers out there that just don't don't get entered. You know, I get that. And, like, you know, we we, we praise Firestone Walker because it's mm-hmm. the the probably the biggest beer event we have access to right now. Like, I don't even know where this, this beer cup was at. You know? Did, did you read the article? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. I, I, I saw it and I forgot, but I, I can look it up right now. Well, that's the thing. I didn't even know if they, they mentioned oh, it. Was it but in, like, yeah, it was in Nashville, Tennessee, because there was an uh, online petition to um, the Brewers Association for holding it in a state that is non-all-inclusive. I get you. I, I, I get you. I get you. Yeah. And, and, you know, that that's the thing. It's kind of like, you know, what, what limits, you know, a beer festival for being successful is pretty much everything. <laughs> you know, you got to break barriers. You you got to, you know, and it's it's not how hard you work. It's how much feedback you get, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and I respect the 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 guild for the helping people that it helps. I know the guild ha- is not perfect. Nothing is. Mm-hmm. So th- therein you have the uh, the. Uh, well, the whole, the limitations start start from there, yeah. you know. And then you learn so from like, your your experience, and you grow from that. Yeah, like you know, like like Firestone, they invite a lot of people, and a lot of people responded, and, and they keep it a good event. Mm-hmm. However, not everyone's there. I mean, we know that. Yeah. I mean, there's it's just the way it is. Versus now, you start wondering, is it a space thing? Is it a you know, conflict of schedule, conflict of interest, conflict of, you know, personalities. Mm-hmm. It could be a lot of different things, you know. So uh, the fact that this one's every two years is kind of cool as well because, um, you know, people could gear up for it when they're when they're when they're when they're crafting, if they get invites and stuff. So right. it, I just thought it was cool. And um, yeah, here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so this year I'm gonna go through some of the the winners, um, like I do through the Great American Beer Festival. I like to go through the names, and and the names that really uh, stick out at me, uh, stick out to me. I didn't write them down. I didn't give them awards. That's that's special for the Great American Beer Festival. This is more like let's just recognize some of these names, um, and then we can go through all uh, some of the categories if you want. Uh, so. You, Going through this, and I see Trappist in Paradise. I like that one because that's one of my more favorite uh, Nick Cage movies. I'm not a big Nick Cage fan. Uh, some of those out there know that I do not like Nick Cage as an actor, but I like that movie, The Trapped in Paradise, with him and Dana Carvey and John Lovitz and um, Richard Jenkins. Fabulous movie. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, what's it called? Well, they're, they're all siblings, right? I yeah, mean. <laughs> they're all brothers. Two of them are con men, and one of them's try. Uh, and they're they're from they come from a family of con men, and 
Nick Cage is trying not to be a con man. He's trying to be legit. But and they, yeah, they suck him the, in. <laughs> but like he's like the useful one. Like if he was the con man, he he's got the con man gene. The the, the other two have missed. Them. <laughs> right, yeah, because they're terrible. Because they got caught. You know, they've been in jail, and Nick Cage, his character, never been in jail, as far as I remember. Right. So, so yeah. But what I'm saying is, if if Cage was the con man, they'd be scot free of oh, yeah. everything they ran. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the brains. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Uh, scrolling through. Hold on. Uh, I'll I'll be editing a lot of this. Oh, uh all right. Uh scrolling through this next one. Um Oh, the Trappist in Paradise, by the way. I should say who who um brewed it. It's 49th State Brewing and it's American Belgo style ale. So Belgo. Is that really the proper term? I don't know. Alright, uh this uh this next one is called you have to call me Nighthawk by Joyride Brewing oh. Company. There you go. <laughs> I just like it. I don't even know what that refers to. I just like the fucking name. Oh, these stepbrothers. Oh, uh, shit. I don't remember when, that part. When they met each other for the first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember Red Dragon. Call me Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> that was a response. You have to call me Nighthawk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's from Joyride Brewing Company. Uh, it's American style strong pale ale. That one a bronze, by the way, for that category. Um, scrolling down and oh, uh, here's one. Um, Dad bod quad. That's a Belgian style Abbey Ale by Firestone Walker Bell Rooks. They won a bronze. I was gonna say what? What is it? Uh, souped up uh, a sticky monkey or what's going on? I don't know. We're, we're may, hopefully, we'll we'll find out uh, when we go to Firestone Walker. Maybe they'll have it. You um, know, yeah. I'm now that you mention it. Every year, that's the booth I neglect until the the last hour, and then when you get there, all the good stuff is gone. I know, right? Because you're there. You're like, Our, oh, I've had Firestone Walker. All I the show. Okay. All, I want to try all the other all stuff. The show, yeah. Let me rephrase. All the show off stuff is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to hit that one up first then. <laughs> This yeah. not first, but early. We got we gotta hit that one early this year. Um, you know, going through it, there's a lot of like familiar names that you'll recognize, like White Rascal won a gold. That's the Avery Brewing Company Belgian style wit beer. And taking home silver for the same category is Who Garden White. Mm. They normally disregard that beer because you know it's owned by AB and Bev, it's always everywhere. And another yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's but yeah, that's a, that's a staple beer, if you will. Yep. The uh, La Fin du Monde by Unibrew uh, for Belgian-style Trappel won a silver. And I've seen that everywhere. That's always that. Uh, that's, you can get that yeah. anywhere. Um, see, scrolling. I know, yeah. I know they have variants of, uh, variants of it now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you what they were, but I know I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scrolling through some more. Oh, this is a good one. I have no, I have no. This is a good uh, name. Um, shh. This is Ryan's award-winning brown ale. That's the name. Nice. That's a. Uh, he called the shot. <laughs> right. Can't and, hate on that. 
It's called any. It's an English style brown ale by Green Cheek Brewing Company out of Costa Mesa, and it won a gold for that style. So shit, they did call it. Um, here's a name you you'll have heard of. Uh, you would have heard of uh, Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA won a bronze for experimental IPA. You know, I I don't hate Juice Force, mm -hmm. and I would say it's one of the better of the rotations of the uh, the Voodoo Ranger series. I agree. There's some that I'm like, eh, eh, yeah, eh. yeah, I like Juice that. Force. Yeah. I yeah, oh yeah, Juice Force is good. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Danger Beach, but I do like the 1985, though. That's a good one. Uh, let's see, scrolling through. Oh, here's here's this is my favorite one. I don't know. I should have saved this for last, but I, I, I like it. Uh, it's by Prison City Brewing. It won a silver for the Fruited Wood and Barrel Age Sour Beer. This one's called Something 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 Dark Sour. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh shit and not to be outdone in the star wars fashion by confluence brewing company the german style bach or my bach and won a gold chewbacca there you go <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you're like where can i line up for this one right i'm on the next flight where's it at <laughs> uh, it's confluence brewing company it doesn't say where it's at though you have to look it up yourself Oh, here's one that um, this is a gluten free beer by Alt Brew. It won a bronze for uh, their gluten free beer. It's called, I just like the name, Rip Jeans and Wolf Shirts. Very 80s. There you go. I have no idea what this means, but it's uh, won a bronze for Hoppy Lager by Lenny Boy Brewing Company Spaghetti Handshake. Mm. Uh, and here's one. By another one by Green Cheek, I like the name. This is not the sh this Ryan's uh, secret formula or whatever. It won for an I Imperial IPA. It won a bronze. Um, the name is a permanent case of senioritis. They must be talking about uh, seniors in college because seniors in high school never drink beer. Never. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, this this one made me laugh just right now. I just barely even saw this one. This is from the Emporium Brewing Company. It won a bronze for International Lager. You're a funny guy, <laughs> <laughs> right? That one just tickled me. Is, is, is Costanza on the uh... <laughs> right? He's on the naming board. Yes. Oh man. Um, all right, we're getting down to the juicies now. Um, there's a superb owl by uh Utige Brewing Company uh, for the non alcoholic beer, won a gold. Um, yeah, that's the superb owl. That's like the uh, they're referring to the Super Bowl, you know, since you can't use the word Super Bowl because the NFL's got it, you know, on lock, you know, you can't put it like as for advertisements. You can, that's why you know, you go somewhere, they call it the championship game. Yeah, a lot of the 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 euphemism is uh, the big game party. There you go. Yeah, the big game party. <laughs> oh, well, big game is, is you know, yeah, yeah, big game event, big game party, big game. Blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Um, there's uh, this one uh, from Verboten Brewing and Barrel Project won a, a gold for their oatmeal stout called Pure Imagination. 
Reminds me of that song from uh, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Um, there's one by Spearfish Brewing Company. They won a gold for their rye beer called The High. The Hills Have Rise. Uh, Beachwood Brewing Company out of Huntington Beach, California, for their Scotch Ale. They won a gold, and it's called Full Malted Jacket. Yeah. Very That's nice. pretty cool. Um, hey, you know, yeah. be cool hmm. if it was seven point nine two. A, B, V. Wait, uh, is it seven point nine two or seven point two nine? Nine two, right? I think it's seven six two, but I knew what you meant. Oh, I gotta look it up. Now. <laughs> okay. Um, the next one on the list won a silver for their session IPA. Cannon by Cannonball Creek Brewing Company, Trump hands. <laughs> I can imagine like the little tiny hands on the label. Uh, it's seven six two. Yeah, it is seven six two. Seven point. Yeah, six two. Have you Son ever, of a bitch. Have you ever played that game or seen that game, Tiny Hands? Yeah. It's like this game where uh, there's like these little plastic hands. They're small. They're like maybe about like two inches in length. They're plastic, and they're like in the um. They're like all the fingers are like you know molded together, and they're kind of sticking straight out, slight cup to it. Anyway, they they make you do challenges like, um, like grab by the pussy, (laughs) (laughs) and they just let you. And when you're a star, that you can do whatever you want. Um, no, you you have to like get get a pen and like write some words or um try to grab a, a a quarter off a table and um throw a piece of uh pay okay uh, qu- yeah go ahead okay first of all yeah i, I thought it was the political reference at first mm-hmm. however i think i uh my mom should our mom showed um, me pictures of you playing that with your daughter you have it right oh, or she yeah, has it yeah she has it that yeah, the, yeah this yeah the game is not a political reference but i think uh, the game should name itself trump pants because the tiny hands <laughs> I, was, I was circling back around. Uh, Nasty. <laughs> hey, it's it's a fun game though, man. Like when your daughters get uh, uh, old enough, um, you guys are gonna have a ball, and they're just gonna be laughing at you trying to do this stuff. But you're gonna be laughing at them trying to do this stuff. Um, it's fun. There's there's a lot of fun uh, family games out there for parents and kids alike. Uh, let's see, scrolling through, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> this is a great name. If I knew anyone named Scott, I would love this uh, to give them this beer. It's called Scott's Gone Wild by Real Ale Brewing Company. Wood Age and Barrel Age Sour Beer won a gold. And the last... Oh, no, there, there's two more that I want to get to. Um, for Wood and Barrel Age Strong Beer won a bronze. Big, Dog, Big Dog's Brewing Company. Old E, but a good E. And E is like the capital E. I like that. That's funny. I'm That's Chuck. Good. It's Chuck E. Where's that from? God damn! I'm what? making a reference to a movie, and I, I don't remember. Hey, it's not Chucky anymore. It's Chuck E. About some kids like being duffel bag boys and shit. Oh, that movie is called Strapped. I remember because oh. Bokeem Woodbine is in it. <laughs> oh yeah, he's. But- that that was one of the the the, the quotes was Chucky strapped like that, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, they they were just what they were like gun running from the south to New York. Yeah, and then all the all the hijinks ensues. <laughs> all right, the last one on this list, on my list anyway, of my favorite names from the World 2023 World Beer Cup Awards, uh, by Foothills Brewing Company. They won a silver for their wood and barrel aged strong stout called BA Sexual Chocolate. Nice. Is Mark Henry on the can? Or Randy Watson? <laughs> no, Barry Wood. Hey. Hey. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot of names out there. There's a lot of um, good names. Maybe uh, they ring more true to you or whatever. And there's a lot more familiar names in the list, but I don't know. I I just like the the names as far as uh, if I haven't tried the beer, that's what sticks out to me, you know. Right. Um, any uh, particular category you want me to hit up to see um, which ones won the awards for those? L H Stout. Okay, well that uh, that one that I just said was a. Uh, Strong stout, wood and barrel aged strong stout. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. There's only wood and barrel aged beer, but that could be anything. So, yeah, the the, the three All right, do barrel aged beers then. Oh, okay, the three barrel aged beers. Do, do, yes, do the whole podium for that. All right, um, bronze, uh, the Schutz Brewery and Public House Portland got a bronze for the wood and barrel aged beer. Uh, for their Sensationator. Um, okay. Bull and Bush Brewing won silver for their Temporary Paradise. And Jessup Farm Barrel House won a gold for their Jeanette. Yeah. Um, for the Stouts, though, uh, Bronze uh, was taken home by Diebolt Brewing Company for their Vadislav. Uh, the aforementioned Foothill Brewing won a silver for their BA Sexual Chocolate. And 11 Below Brewing Company won a gold for their big mistake. Oh. Any other categories? American adjuncts? Okay. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How about the uh, the juicy or hazy style um, IPA? Because that's like one of the more popular styles. Uh, let's see. Oh, here. yeah. No, definitely. Um, taking home bronze is Prison Pals Brewing Company for their Nelson Hazy IPA. Taking home silver is Moxa Brewing Company. They're out of uh, Sacramento, right? If I'm not mistaken. They took home silver for their Nectaronis IPA. And Green Cheek Beer Company Costa Mesa won a gold for their Wherever You Go. And, oh, their Juicy or Hazy Style IPA. That's where I got it from. Uh, or, I mean, that's where I mistake, mistake, mistook. Uh, Morgan Territory for this one because uh, Moonraker won a gold. But uh, Bronze, the uh, Zool Beer Company, I like that name. Uh, oh, Zooly, you, you nut. Um, they won a bronze for their Lost to History. Highland Park Brewing Company, Chinatown, won a silver for their High Nine Double IPA. And Moonraker won the gold for the Great Cornholio. Nice. I don't know how I skipped that or I missed that. Uh, scrolling through um, looking for names I don't know I, I, I scroll through really fast you know hmm. um, and then for the 
Hey, I'm yeah. sorry. Real quick, real quick. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot. I was reading a Joe Rogan, and he was talking with a guy, and then they they just mentioned rappers, and um, they because growing up, and they talked about Big L. Do you know who Big L is? Yeah, Big L, rest in peace. Yeah, and big like uh, th- this one comedian. He said he used to go to places and see Big L and and whatever, but but. Uh, Joe Rogan was was familiar with Big L because a lot of comics like Big L because he had like punchline raps, even though he had hard raps too. Mm-hmm. And like one of one of the famous ones, um, or one of his Rogan's favorite favorite ones was a uh, was a uh, everyone calls me Beavis because I got nothing or because I get nothing but head. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's sorry, Carl Harley made me think of Beavis. No, yeah, no Beavis and Butthead, yeah, of course. The other, the other one he, he liked, which which I actually heard today, just on a random, was a uh, was a uh, I'm so ahead of my time. My parents even met yet. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, B- Big L was like was was big in the rap community. He's like a rapper's rapper. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he was definitely not mainstream. I think my favorite one by him is called MVP, if I'm not mistaken. That's a good one. You know, I heard another one today. It too is called uh, well, it's called uh, the name is Ebonics, but I think it's called Criminal Talk or Criminal Slang. Mm. It's it's good because it still holds up today. All all the terms he uses and defies. It's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of that old rap that still holds good today. I mean, of course, you know the 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 classics like uh, by Biggie or Rakim or something like that. But there's some a lot of unknowns that still hold up today because they were really good wordsmiths yeah you know I'll, I'll bring it up too is like when we were growing up we were exposed to a uh well the the rap we were exposed to i thought we thought it was is good and lot like on the radio like the, all the new york stuff mm-hmm. that was just all the commercial radio play stuff right. you know now those rappers had some good stuff that never got on the air and now that I, you know, you have more access to it. At least I do. Uh, you hear this stuff, and it's like, wow, th- these guys were were really doing it big. However, they were kind of uh, they, they were kind of had the handcuffs on for uh, mark, you know, market reasons, and of course, right. you know, FCC guidelines and stuff like that. And a lot of it had to do with just their bad contracts with the their record companies as well. Because, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Yeah, but and then too, like you know, a, a club banger versus uh, uh, you know, a street poet song. You mm-hmm. know, there's a huge difference as far as marketability. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's why they the record. That's that was my point. The record companies would go with that over the the artistic um, songs. Exactly. Or like you said, the street poetry. That you you said it way better than I did. <laughs> you you usually do though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> And that you know, and and I guess uh, to that point, a lot of these beer companies that don't go to the uh, World Beer Cup or the Great American Beer Fest and enter their beers because um, they don't have the resources to, there's still a lot of fucking good beer out there. Just because these beers that we talked about won awards, you know, maybe you should go and check it out for yourself because obviously they're doing something right. But there's a lot of local breweries out there that are creating fucking awesome beer and just go to your local brewery man stop waiting in lines and just go out and check all the shit that is out there i shouldn't say shit i meant you know all the stuff all the beers all the seltzers all the sours all everything that your local breweries are doing and support them and 
Give them your own grades. Give them your own awards. <laughs> Go there. Hey, I gave you a gold. Uh, you didn't know this. I had this stupid little yeah. dinky podcast that nobody listens to, and uh, you got a gold for your IPA. Exactly. I should. I, I should. I should go uh, with three medals every time I go to a brewery. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when you leave, you go here. Um, this one won yeah. a gold. This one won a silver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people, I, I'm assuming, have uh, a, a watering hole within a reasonable distance of their dwelling. Mm-hmm. However, if that watering hole was like an actual brewery, that'd be like legit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, it would be. I mean, it just... It, it, and, like, take advantage if that's you, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of lucky people out there. Or do, like, you know, like, every time I go to a new city, I always look up to see where the breweries are. Um, if you decide to move, uh, look up to see where the breweries are. <laughs> all right, I think the... Um, I, I, that's all I have on that. Uh, anything else you'd like to bring up about the World Beer Cup? Well, hey, if it's in Nashville in two years, we're looking to go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's what the whole petition was about online to get them to be more conscious of where they're going to hold it. So they might not hold it in Tennessee next year. Maybe it might be more somewhere, uh, somewhere more inclusive. It'll be in East Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's not going to be in uh, in Florida anytime soon. One would think. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, Unless it's who, in... Uh... Who knows in two years? Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's in Epcot Center. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to have a parade. So how's your beer treating you, man? Good, man. It's gone. Gone, yeah. gone, gone. Awesome. Yeah, mine's almost gone, too. I just have some backwash left over. I told my daughter about backwash the other day. She didn't She didn't know what that was. Oh, geez. Yeah. Uh, you know... I guess uh, things are different these days. More about TikTok and viral videos than, you know, about um, about backwash and whatever whatever else we used to talk about. But yeah, I I taught her what backwash was because <laughs> she she offered me her, like the rest of her Gatorade. And, you know, it was just like a little bit left. I go, eh, I don't want your backwash. She said, "What's that?" And so I had to tell her what it was. Anyway, uh, let's get to the beer. This is a beer show, not a Gatorade show. All right, so we're gonna go to our untapped right now. I'm going to go to our untap right now. And they look up. Hold on. It's still opening. Come on. Let's be friendly today. Holy shit. It's taking forever. Was it updating? Oh, there it goes. What do you have again? Morgan Territory? No, I had uh, Ghost Town. <laughs> oh, that's right. Ghost Town. Hey, speaking of Ghost Town um, and Ghost with the Most, you see they're going to film uh, Beetlejuice 2? I would leave it when I see yeah, well, right now, it's, um, signed to the movie is Michael Keaton, of course. Can't have a, go uh, a ghost. Can't have a Beetlejuice without Michael Keaton. Um, Jenna Ortega, because she's the, the it girl right now. And uh, Willem Dafoe. So, very good. All right, so you had Ghost Town. And what was the name of the beer again? It was the Ghost Town Verlust. Verlust? How do you spell that? V-E-R? Yeah. Oh, you Oh, yeah, there it is. Verlist. All right. What would you like to rate this beer at? Well, I gotta give it a four. All right. Four. Yeah. Um, what notes would you like to leave about it? Let's see. It it rich, multi, and subtly sweet. Hmm. 
Fast forwards. That's fine. It, there, there's no. Uh, we don't have a word count anymore. <laughs> uh, Rich Multi and Sutley Sweet. And it has an overall rating right now of 3.85. And none of our friends have rated it and check in. So we give it the cold brew bump. I had by Springfield Brewing Company, SBC. I have their Green Ghost IPA, Tangerine Dream. Um, I like it. It's not my favorite beer by them. I, obviously, I said that earlier. Um, it's good. Very citrusy. It took me a while. It was like really citrusy at first. But now, yeah, I've gotten used to it. And, you know, I, I taste more of the hops now. Because before, I couldn't taste any of the hops because it was so citric. And um, I'm going to give this one a 3.8. So let's see here. I'm going to look up green... And it's a green with an E at the at, after the N. Um, overall rating right now of 3.86. So I'm right there. Very close to everyone else. 0.8. And I'm just going to say uh, citric bomb. Because it's not a juice bomb. It is a citric bomb. Save and check in. All right. Very nice. Um, hey, uh... Before we go, the NFL schedule came out. All the schedules came out. And what did you think about the 49ers schedule? Um, I thought it was the opponents that we expected. <laughs> you know, I was I was going through it and I was looking at like the timing of everything, you know, like the home and away games and the 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 night games and the Thursday games and the Monday games and Early in the season, it's very favorable for the 49ers because we have the first game is away. It's like one of our farthest yeah. games we got to travel, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And oh. the um, and that's the first game. And the second game is at Rams, so it's still in California. It's just only a six-hour drive away or a two-hour flight or one-hour flight, whatever it is. And, yeah. and then we have a, a home game. Our first home game is Thursday night. So you know, at least it's we're, uh, they're still in the, the their home state, and it's against the Giants. So we'd have to yeah. travel. They have to come, and they have to come here. So they're they're yeah. on a short week and a long travel, and then it's the shoot I forgot what it was that. So, and then the, oh yeah, then there's ten games, and then the 49ers host the Cardinals, and poor fucking Cardinals, man. <laughs> the the Niners are going to be in California for like over two weeks and then they have to and then the, the cardinals got to come into town so yeah the the early part of the schedule is yeah. very favorable yeah well i was looking at it and like last year we had that stretch where we had like three games in a row that was tough and then even finishing our season we had three games in a row but um no yeah i was looking at it i mean we got the the thanksgiving game in seattle so that's not too far to travel for a short week game. Mm -hmm. So, and I think they're coming off of a, a game with like at Philly too. So they're, they're coming into town. I forgot what we're doing before that. And then, um, actually I think that's the Buccaneer game. Rumor has it. Someone might be in town for that game. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, you know, we got the Christmas game Monday night and, and that's cool, but against the Ravens, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was very disappointed in that too. This should be a divisional game. Yeah, I mean the Rams would be cool just because of rivalry or or that 
I mean, or even have that as the cowboy game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would have been a lot cooler. I mean, maybe they could flex it out. <laughs> probably. I mean, no. but you know, there were some people even joking around that, like, uh, oh, well, Lamar Jackson certainly hurt in December. So what's that going <laughs> to? Hey, at least we don't. Like, like I'm the... not teasing injuries. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to throw bad, bad karma out there in the world. I'm just saying, it's like, what's uh. Uh, yeah, for, but you know they they got to come out for Monday night. So I mean, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. At least it's a home game for the Niners instead of having to travel to Baltimore. Right. And so I was so, I was joking uh, with one of the guys at work who's a Niner fan. I go, well, I guess my parents aren't gonna come out for Christmas this year. Uh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, uh, if, uh, the schedule's not too bad as far as like the home, the the travel, and the the short weeks. It's not uh, it's not terrible, right? And then too, the rumor is uh the first Niner um, preseason game is going to be uh, uh, in Vegas. So oh okay. Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna suggest as the Raiders because we always play like the Raiders and the Broncos and the Chargers, like the west the western half of the United States. Right, yeah. So, well, we got, I forgot, we got, I know we got the Raiders and the the Broncos, or we got the Broncos and, and the Raiders. we might even have the Chargers, too. Yeah, that makes sense. There's we, only three. We right? have, well, yeah, there's three. Well, we got two, we got two home games this year and then one, uh, one road game for oh, okay. preseason. Oh, yeah, that's right. I keep forgetting there's three, so it's uh, lopsided as far as home or away, huh? Yeah, it's like every uh, every NFL team gets ten events, if you will. Mm. So if if you have uh, if you have two home preseason games, then you then you only have eight home games. But if it's if you have uh, if you have oh, one. one preseason game, then yeah. you have nine home games. Oh, uh, you know, and I never that never occurred to me till now. That but that makes sense. Totally makes sense because they still right. want to keep their revenue same at the same level. For the most part, yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends. Unless you're the, Did you hear about the Jaguars? They might have to play like in a 15,000-seat stadium while their home field gets renovated. Oh, I didn't know that. I know they have they have back-to-back London games. Some of that. Or Euro games, anyway. Yeah, you know, uh, what's his name? Khan is, uh, is an English guy, anyway. Or he's a, he's got investments in England, so. Yeah, they own a soccer team, too, right? Right, yeah. And well, some were speculating that the instead of being in a fifteen thousand seat stadium for two years while their home field gets renovated, that they might go to they they might go to London, and that's going to be so people are going to have to travel over there every not every week, but you know, for uh, half the season anyway. Yeah. Hey, even though it did well, there, there's no Mexico game this year because uh, they're they're renovating Azteca Stadium, and that's where. That's where they would want the the games to be if they were in Mexico. So they're gonna wait. So, oh really? I thought next it was, year maybe. I thought it was like they're just gonna do like an every other year. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, as long as the um, they rotate. I think. Uh, who do you think will? I think teams will sell out well down there. Would be like the Raiders and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's exactly what they were saying. It's either gonna. I I don't know if they line up to play next year or they might have two where it might be one and one. So. What, uh, any other teams you think would sell well down there besides uh, and the Niners, the three, those three? Uh, the Cardinals. 
maybe. Uh, yeah, um, I, have, I have no idea who the Mexicans like, but uh, well, I know they like the Raiders and the Cowboys. Though. The Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos. Yes. <laughs> Uh yeah I I don't know. All right yeah um excited that the uh, season's shaping up you know the the Cardinals host the Fort Niners uh in no no uh, December December seventeenth the saying I and saw I, that as as of right now no one has um reserved uh, the extra room in my house just saying no. okay. <laughs> it's still open well after the show drops. Everyone's gonna hit you up. <laughs> it might. They just might, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Including Gen. <laughs> hey, uh, was it fifty dollars a night or best offer? All right, that's all we have for this show. Thank you for downloading yet again another Cold Brew podcast. I'm Greg. He is Sorcerer Chromatic, and we like to wish you cheers. Until next time. Come the worst, my peoples come first. Come the worst, come the worst, come the worst, come the worst.